Tech Mobile. Now strap on your helmet and go for it. Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. And I'm Sam. I feel like it's the first time in a while where I don't have any qualms with the title of a Nintendo Entertainment System video game. It's very easy. It's very to the point. It's uh, it's Tecmo's Bowl. Yeah, it's a bowling game from Tecmo. No, <laughs> right, yeah. no. The serial simulator from Tecmo. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, no, it's, it's the Tecmo Bowl, guys. Aren't you excited? Yeah, I yes. guess they couldn't say Super Bowl for, uh, well, I guess they will eventually, so that, that points out of the window. But what about Tecmo Bowl is a football game, and we haven't played a football game since our very first episode, 10-yard fight. Sean, you've been waiting for this day. But I'm not going to go to you first. I'm actually going to ask Joe. Joe, have you okay, been anticipating? I'm still going to talk first. <laughs> Joe, have you been anticipating a football game? Uh, yeah, ever since ever since Ten Yard Fight really just opened my eyes to how good football games could be. I've been uh, I've been waiting for a next one. Uh, kidding, obviously, because Ten Yard Fight was was pretty uh, bare bones. But I knew this was coming. I'd heard heard a lot about. I heard I've heard a lot of good things about it, so I knew it was coming. And then Sam, be honest with me, is. Ten yard fight even in your memory anymore? Can you can you even think about what we were doing in twenty eighteen? Uh a little bit, yeah. I, I remember I remember it was vertical, like vertically oriented, which is kind of weird, I guess. That's but a great memory. There was a lot of uh tick tick ticking. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh and it it's a it's a port, right? Uh, yeah, it was like an arcade game, but so is Tech Mobile. So are most of these games. But yeah. I'd have to give you a three for three on your memory. You didn't recall yeah. any uh, misinformation. Yeah. Now, Sean, you always say go Bills at the end of our episodes. Not always, but most of the time. I'd say you have a 75% I'd uh, say I've got rate. like a 15 to 20%. Mike cuts them out for all the other ones. Yeah. We'll let people count them, and they'll get back to us with the actual percentage. But there are no bills in this game. Um, yeah, weren't they good during this time? I mean, they were good. Uh, but this is so. If, if we're going to get into a little history lesson, uh, this was released the year before the Bills did their historic four Super Bowls in a row run. Um, they all they lost them all, but like this was the year before that. So I imagine that it was based off of the year prior, um, which uh, this was. This was the bickering Bills era, whereas they were pretty good, but they all kind of hated each other. And it's already a small market, so I'm sure Tecmo wasn't thinking, like, that's one of the teams we got to get in there. Um, so I can understand the thought process, but I'm still very personally offended. I can understand. Uh, and there's you're not the only one from, like, the Buffalo-Niagara area here, but I, I don't think Joe is as passionate um, as you are. So I'm not even going to ask Joe whether he cares that the Bills aren't I'll in this tell game. You, I'll tell you that I'm a Bills fan because, I, because I'm from Buffalo, but, but I don't follow <laughs> football too much. So, like, I, you know, when they're playing, I watch. But uh, I'm definitely not as, uh, not as big as uh, Sean on the Bills. Yeah, okay. I think it's funny because we've had so many episodes recently 
Friday the 13th even. I know you're going to, you're like, where is he going with this? But I'm be serious. Like there's so many oversights in our knowledge of uh, information. Like we didn't know anything about Friday the 13th. And to be fair, it's just like, like cultural blind spots. Yeah, but like also like football. Like you're the only one who really cares. Like this is a huge <laughs> American like you know machine, if you will. Like the I mean the military caters to the NFL, and here we are, and we're like I don't know. I remember I you know I I watched some games maybe on TV every now and again. Like we're not we're not football fans. Uh, thankfully, we have Sean though, who will uh, I'm sure you know. I'll Give fill in the blanks. Fair, yeah, a fair but assessment of when we're I could have sworn that I had turned you into a football fan. And it's okay that, you, that I haven't, but I, I thought I did. You turned me into a football fan as much as, like, seeing curling on the Olympics <laughs> turns me into a curling <laughs> fan. Like, I, it's on, and I watch it, and I'm like, this is great, and I'm into it. But I'm not checking out the stats during the week or following the storylines, you know? That's okay. Um, maybe it needs, like, a, you know, maybe... Monday Night Football should become more like Monday Night Raw. You know, maybe there needs to be some <laughs> scripted moments in oh, the show. Oh, then you'll shows. love I, the, the XFL. I thought you were about to suggest fantasy curling. <laughs> I think you could do it. I think that's what curling needs. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be surprised if we never play a curling game on the NES. There's got to be some sort of fantasy curling. I I can't imagine. Well, there's probably a fantasy league for the Marble Olympics, which has yeah. curling, right? I didn't know it has some, curling, but I bet some it has variant of for curling. almost it anything. They're actually not allowed to call themselves the Marble Olympics anymore. That's true. Yeah. That stinks. Anyway, yeah. enough about other sports and other things and things we don't know about. We do know a little something about uh, NES games, and we do know a little bit about how to talk about them. And we're going to prove that right now as our resident football expert, Sean, kind of just gives us in a lay of the land of Tech Mobile, if you will. Sean, what is what is unique about Tecmo Bowl compared to 10-yard fight? What makes it stand out? Why are people still talking about this game today? I think that people still talk about this game today because it 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 actually is the sport of football, more or less, uh, whereas 10-yard fight uh, was sort of – it was always sort of like an outsider's assumption of as to what, like, football could be. Uh, I was actually watching some footage of it. I didn't play it again because I – wasn't feeling it, but I watched a little bit of footage of 10 yard fight earlier today, just because I figured there'd be some comparisons and it, it's just like, it, it's so weird looking. It, it looks like, uh, another, like if maybe this would be like how football was played a hundred years from now. <laughs> uh, but it just doesn't look like it. Uh, whereas, uh, Tecmo bowl is like, there are plays to call, that that sort of makes sense, and the um, the action is clearer. There's actual players that that were uh, active at the time that are shown in the game, whereas they didn't give the they didn't have the rights to the NFL, but they had the rights to the NFL Players Association. Uh, it's just an all around more accurate and polished version of football. Yeah, I think we talked in in the ten yard fight episode. Maybe I'm misremembering this, but it was something about like ten yard fight feeling like like oddly reminding us of like one of those wooden peg football games. You know what I'm talking about? It's like yes, board yes. games. And like when you really think about that, it doesn't really make sense. But but something I just play ten yard fight. Something about it just feels like it's just like pieces that are you know. It feels like a board game to me more than it feels like football. Where this feels like it's like getting closer to. You know the strategy behind football, and there's just like more 
just more you can do that it feels like it's a nice bridge between like that primitive era and like in like you know what's what's to come in the future for for games like this i imagine yeah i think that there's also a lot more control in this game than we got in 10 yard fight as far as i remember oh yeah but, I, so the basically i remember in 10 yard fight uh that if you wanted to just if you wanted to make call a running play, you just had to run with the ball, and there was a button to pass it to one of your like wing backs, which is like a thing that happens in soccer, but not football, uh, because you were controlling three people at a time, and uh, which was also strange. So it it took a lot of weird liberties uh, and and didn't really look like football. And there's a balance here though between like being arcadey and being. Um you know, a sports game. And I feel like that is something that uh, other games that we've played in the sports genre have kind of either, they've either gone simulation um, or they, or they just, you know, they, they say, who cares about all the rules and everything you need to know and stuff like that. We're just going to make this a fun game to play. And it's super arcadey. Now this game has moments like that. Uh, I think about when your players during tackles go like flying in the air, kind of reminds <laughs> me of like an NFL blitz moment, yeah, it's you know, very blitz. Uh, there's like there's silly things like that, and and the the cartoon characterist style is is nice and cute, but then there's also like you're feeling as if you're playing, you know I don't know I don't play that much John Madden football, but like this felt pretty close to that at the end of the day. Yeah, there's only four plays, but I liked how simple it was and how approachable it was because it seems like everything that you need to do in this game is clearly spelt out for you and is easy for anyone to pick up and play. And then all of the depth and hidden tricks of the teams and things you can do and, um, you know, balancing issues, that's all, like, for longtime players to kind of figure out as they continue to play the game. So there's this approachability standpoint that makes it fun to just pick up and play a game. But then there's also people who are going to want to play through um all the weeks of the season and play all the various different teams against the computer yeah um what what you said about the the sort of feeling like it's got glimpses of like what madden will become and i I think you're right because this act this game actually gives you that feeling of like the the actual rhythm and flow of an american football game like it it's a pretty like the the minutes i mean the quarters are only a minute and a half long but there's enough time that you can sort of feel the narrative forming where like oh you may have had a slow start but you can uh you can make your way back and there there are different situations for different plays and it's not just like in a lot of sports games where you're just like spamming shoot or spamming pass and you'll eventually get there there's actually like it's actually a pretty varied experience uh, that uh, it's it's complex enough to give you. Real fast though, the clock in this game, I, it's playing tricks on me all the time. It's the it's the shortest amount of time I could imagine being in a football game while also having the sh- the slowest clock I've ever seen. You know, there's something <laughs> about like you only get two minutes on the clock, but it moves. Much slower than one second, I got to imagine. Either that or I just am not good at telling what one second feels like. But it doesn't I, feel like I'm just playing a two-minute Well, I think it, it really... it's moving at a second per second, but unlike NFL football, the clock is stopping after every play. So. Oh, maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always felt like I had a chance to come back 
um, in my games and stuff like that. So I, pr- I appreciate that. You know, there's something about these games being short enough to play in a burst, but also not, uh, you know, they're not, they're not a, an investment of your time either. Like you could just play, uh, one game against a friend and then be done with it, you know, like just settle it there. Uh, Joe, can you tell me about, you know, your thoughts on the, on the game and the gameplay and maybe a specific game that you played? Yeah. So, so I have one like one thing that really jumped out to me specifically about about uh, about a couple times that I played, um, in which interceptions are are really easy. <laughs> Did anyone else get pick up on get that? I feel like first of all, I, th- I threw a lot of interceptions, but I, I think I caught way more interceptions than I threw to the point where like felt like I, <laughs> I felt like it was it almost made it too easy. <laughs> Did anyone else get get that, or am I am I crazy? I didn't catch a lot of interceptions, but I threw a lot of them. I, I started to get the gist of it after after a few games. Uh, I think because me and me and Mike played a couple multiplayer games against each other, uh, and I just couldn't for the life of me figure it out. I was doing fine against the computer, but I just couldn't intercept Mike. And uh, I think that there are a couple. There's a couple things about interceptions that aren't fully explained, right? Like, I think you need to just be better uh, positioned in, than most people will catch on. Uh, and I th- maybe a lot of people just uh, subconsciously put them themselves in the correct position, but for some reason I wasn't. So I was having a, a hard time intercepting Mike, but I did eventually get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that was one thing I was thinking of, though, because I didn't play against another player. I think it would probably be... A lot. I think that would that problem would go away if it wasn't AI. You know, that, that's just from from playing the computer. Um, I, I and I, again, I also half the time didn't think I was going to intercept the ball, and then suddenly it would just be like interception and like flashing and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I, I guess I intercepted it. So I, I felt like yeah, maybe I was kind of just just naturally wherever I positioned myself was always somewhere that. <laughs> the game kind of uh made it a little easier to intercept wanted you to be yeah i think it's the frequency of the interceptions though that's like the off-putting part right it's not that they happen it's not like how they happen because honestly you know i've seen it happen where you're facing uh the quarterback so it seems like yeah that would be like a fair catch from um the defensive team to get that interception then there's ones where like you're like right on top of the guy and you catch it and you're like, okay, I guess like uh, we're both there. I don't understand why he couldn't have caught it instead. Maybe it was left to a a dice roll, if you will, you know, like the game simulates that. Or there's other times I think Sean and I ran into one where I was behind him and I caught the ball and I think that was just a glitch. I don't know if it's that or if it's just like, because I know that the teams and each individual players has their own stats that are running in the background, like you're saying with the dice rolls. Uh, maybe that's part of it too. Like it's just a better defensive player that has like a wider range of like interceptionable area. <laughs> I don't know. But the frequency is just higher overall than, yeah, than a sure. regular game. And I think stuff like that is is okay with me because again, that's the arcade experience that of it, yeah. right? You get yep, it's fast moving. There's never like honestly, if most passes were completion, these would be very high scoring games, right? You'd be seeing 40-something to 30-something final scores. Most of the games I played, it was only, like, 17 to 10 or something like that. Because of—not just because, like, the defense is 
like stopping and there's a lot of punting, but because there are just so many turnovers. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it almost I almost almost makes you wonder if they were trying to correct the the little issues that it being a video game makes you know makes it easier to score or something and they were trying to kind of like add some <laughs> some RNG that makes it so it so it broad picture wise feels more like an actual football game where it's like yeah i think it was a bit like a balanced thing yeah yeah even if that ends up changing some of the more specific things that that don't feel natural Sam, was there anything specific in uh, the games you played that you wanted to call out as like a memorable moment or something that stood out to you from a gameplay point of view? Um, just that I was really bad at defense. I, I had to look up like strategies to, <laughs> try, and I I can't tell you what they are, but um, I I just could not wrap my head around defense. Who'd you play as? Uh, I played as Team New York. Oh, okay. But, I'm surprised. I, I hear that the New York Giants have a great defense in this game. I mean, my defense on their own were good, but I was just kind of there struggling <laughs> to... Uh, the player input side of things was where I struggled. Not the... Was it the diving? Were you diving a lot to nowhere? No, I I, I was just... Tr- like It was hard for me to see who had the ball and who was throwing it because it just happened so quickly. And I didn't have that problem on offense. Like on offense, I can like pick my receiver when I'm throwing it. Um, but and I had no problem running the plays too. I think that was that was fun. But there's something about being on defense where I just could not keep track of like you know how you press A to switch characters to to control which defender you're uh, you're controlling, and that I feel like. I never knew when to switch characters, and it's just something that I think that I didn't play enough to get better at defense, and it would have maybe stuck a little bit better, and I would have developed strategies and stuff, but for my time playing, I really struggled in that regard, and so my my games were high scoring on both sides. I had the the exact opposite problem, where... Where I was too good. No, I'm just kidding. Where I, where I was bad at offense. Like I was, I was, I was fine at defense. I was intercepting over and over again. But like on offense, uh, I couldn't get anything done because of the same reason. I could um, when you when you pass, you choose who to pass to by pressing A, and I just couldn't split my focus enough between between the quarterback and and the receivers and like yeah, figure, okay, wait, who's the arrow pointing to and not get hit exactly and like who's the arrow pointing to who am I going to pass to and I end up passing. A bunch of interceptions because I wasn't able to look at like who was covered and and pass it quickly enough. So I, I yeah, it's funny because I had like the exact opposite um, thing that I was bad at. Now, Joe, wouldn't you argue that that experience with the passing, being the quarterback, and having to like toggle between the different players, but also keep your eye on defense as they're you know at any moment they could sack you? Wouldn't you argue that that's like a really true experience to being a quarterback is like how just how quick these guys have to make the call to throw it to the right person i thought about that i thought about that a lot and maybe it loosely translates but when i was really thinking about it i was like as when you are a quarterback and you are actually there you still only have to look in one general direction 
Whereas this, I just had to keep glancing back and forth to the quarterback, and you know what I mean. <laughs> like that's what was that's what was making me like not be able to see across. You know, but like, I guess, but that's still like across like nine inches. <laughs> I, yeah, no, that, I mean that's true, but still, I mean, I guess, I guess, like I said, so I'm saying loosely, it probably translates where it's like it's it it gives you that level of of difficulty but i feel like it's a totally different problem i just couldn't see where that arrow was pointing because i wasn't you know i wasn't like yeah looking. i think that there's definitely some timing and reaction to get used to that really it gets you it gets you feeling like very present and in and yeah. in the moment like playing this game because you're like all right here here's the snap i got to get ready got to like make sure i know where my guys are going you know you're really you really have to sit down and focus when you play, which I think is fun. Sean, you don't know how big my screen is. <laughs> I could take this to the movie theater and play it for all you know. Maybe I got to really turn my whole head to look at, <laughs> look between them. Uh, one, one thing that I would say uh, about playing defense in football games, I don't think it's ever been solved because I think even in even in modern day Madden, it's still like no one's really having plun, fun playing defense because. You can only control one of the eleven, and uh, so like what I would do in like the, my younger years is I would just like always just run at the quarterback and see let the computers take care of everything else, and that's sort of what I ended up doing in this game too because you can't switch characters, you can't switch players in the middle of a play, or at least that's what I was that's what I figured. There might be some hidden way that you can do it in the middle of a play, but. As far as I knew, you could you could switch characters before the snap, and that was it. Um, so I basically like if I ended up as like uh, like a a back or like a, a guy in coverage, then I would try and like stick around. But it, it's it is a difficult thing to to, to play defense. For, but for some reason, uh, when I was playing against the computer, I barely needed to play defense because the quarterback just kept getting sacked over and over by my own computer. Uh, and maybe it was because I was playing against Indianapolis and maybe they were just really terrible that year. Um, but I kind of, that's when I was like, I need to play against somebody. And that's why I called in Mike, uh, to be, to be my multiplayer partner. (laughs) Sean, I want to go back to what you just said though, about not getting defense right in any football game. And I think the problem there, and you've described it, so I'm just going to break it down into simpler words. When you're offense, you are the hero at every time. You know, you're the quarterback when you need to pass, when you do pass it and you catch the ball. Now you're the receiver and you're going, you know, hopefully for the first down or the touchdown, you know, like you're always the important man when you're on offense. When you're on defense, I I feel like, you know, and this is probably what Sam was experiencing too, because he was struggling with the defense. You just don't know exactly what to do with yourself. You're like, okay, do I do I just become that guy who tries to sack the quarterback every time? Should I actually follow the play that I guessed the other yeah. team picked and just try to like follow that one guy? Which is probably the correct answer, but not a very exciting thing to do, right? Like it's yeah. not very exciting to just follow somebody who might not even get the ball passed to them or just be um <clears throat> You know, just be one of those guys at the line who, um, what are they called, Sean? This is how bad my football is. You could be a defensive lineman. Yeah, to be a defensive linesman and just, yeah, just do nothing. Like, that, that, it's important and it needs to be done, but it seems like the real way to solve this, and again, I'm not sure if this would work, 
but you need to be the hero at every minute during the defense too. You need to be able to like to switch characters. switch to yeah. yeah switch characters to the um you know like if you want to be uh the guy who tries to go for the interception. You won't know which one that's getting passed to, but if you see it happening, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to. And maybe the game could even be smart enough to know that if you pick the switch character button, you want to be switched to the one that's most active to the ball. And a lot of times in this game, my biggest complaint was just that, like, I'm out of this play and it's up to the computers now. You know, like, that you were running uh, past the 50, past the 40, past the 30. I wasn't in that play anymore, but my computer teammates it was up to them to like run up to you and catch you and you know maybe that's how it has to be because you're just one man on this team in the grand scheme of things <laughs> but it felt weird it felt weird to not be in total control of your team and defense such as it's a hard thing to translate because in the actual sport it, I, I think that trying to understand defenses is like galaxy brain compared to understanding like offense because you got different kinds of coverages and what what this kind of game what this game does is it just breaks it down into four plays and I know that that's like why is it only four plays but I think that that that's like all that this game can handle in terms of uh like variations <laughs> um because it ends up being like a four-way rock pipe rock paper scissors and it it sort of balances out the fact that you can only be the one defensive player so that like if you if you were savvy enough to like by the situation pick the the play to counter that specific play that the computer ended up running then your computer uh teammates will be much more responsive and like sort of cover your back more um because the other computers players are sort of playing into your hands when you when you like correctly guess that play so i guess there's like they tried to balance it that way um but i i still think that i i share your frustration uh with not being able to switch in the middle of a play and for only having four plays i i think that's actually fine in 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 the scope of what this game set out to be right like you wouldn't want to actually be able to flip through uh, a playbook and decide your move that would you know i don't even know how they would do that but like i just don't think that's worth it here the the problem does come with the rock paper scissors thing, but I suppose you know there's a strategy to that, and I think we saw that best in our multiplayer game, Sean, because you sort of you sort of started reading me pretty hard uh, as we continued <laughs> to play, and I'd like to think that you know that at a certain point you just won't think I'll hit run two anymore. <laughs> But I just kept doing it, and you just kept picking it, and I just kept getting sacked. Well, at a certain point, like, you know, like in regular football, if, if you're down 30 points, and you, like, you're not going to run. But, so, the the situational game planning sort of translates into this game. Like, I think the computer follows a pretty uh, rational game plan as well. Like, if it finds itself in a third and 13, it's probably going to try and go for a long pass. Uh so like yeah, it's if you if you know the sport, you'll be able to like control it correctly situationally, which I also like about it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad. I think one of you said you know it was like a rock paper scissors, and I that that's exactly what I was thinking too. And I and I thought that it worked really well for me just because you know if I were to pick up like a Madden game, how, how do they even do it in, in a Madden game? How do you how do you pick a play in like a more current um, football game? 
Like you mean like if you're if you're playing against another person or just in general? Either. Just in general. Oh, there's like, is uh, it like just a long list of plays or you, you can group them by formation or by pass, like play type or you can hit the uh, pick for me button. The ask Madden select. button. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Madden. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, there's, that's an actual, like, I think there's like 60 or something plays per team. Yeah. Cause that, cause if, you know, for me, someone who doesn't play game, you know, play football games or really watch a ton of football, it was nice to like start out with like, okay, well, it's just like, it's, it's this little rock, paper, scissors type thing. Um, I was thinking that like, that someone like you, Sean, or someone who was more, who was more into it would, would have found that a negative though I, I was thinking that you know it's like rock paper scissors is a nice little simple version of the game but it, um i assumed people would would have wanted a more robust strategy elements or maybe it's just i mean i would this have this game is doing one thing and other games are doing another and they both work but yeah it would have been nice to see like oh i should pick cover two or like i should do an all-out blitz or somewhere in the middle somewhere uh, that would have been cool, but I think that like they've already simplified this game to be an arcade experience. Uh, I can kind of like if it's gonna be if it's gonna be a defensive play to counter a run, then it's probably going to be uh, like the equivalent of like a like a cover one or something. Like I know these things don't really make sense to you, but like I, I can I, I mean, kind yeah, of. I, I, understand it to to yeah. an extent i just for just for me as far as like playing and uh, playing a video game i'm like I'm, I'm not looking to get too too deep with it but i just assumed people um who are more into it would would want to yeah like i guess it it would make more sense that like if i'm trying to counter this this pass play because i think they're gonna throw a pass then i'm a, like i'm basically just gonna say i'll drop my guys into coverage and that's uh, and that's basically what you're picking by by selecting like counter this pass play, so it's kind of like a roundabout way of of doing it. I'm sure they could have created the art to uh, to show these play like these plays so that they weren't just like counter this to counter that and it actually be a defensive play. But I don't I don't hold it against it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess, and I guess there's a difference between like being able to just add more plays, but also designing the game properly so it still kind of has that balance that you yeah. would get like in real life. Because I was also thinking, you know, it, to pick any play, it takes two buttons. And yeah. why not just make it one button? Why <laughs> not just make it one button? You can have six or seven plays instead of just four that way. Well, that, I think, is an interesting, uh, uh, not not to steamroll this, but I think that the two-button thing is designed for multiplayer. Because, uh, like, when you're playing a multiplayer, like, couch multiplayer game uh, like with Madden, like there's four face buttons and there's usually four plays at the time on a like uh on the screen at a time so so that you're not tipping your hand to your opponent it was just like press the face button you don't have to move a cursor to select it and tip off your opponent so i think that since there's only two buttons on the NES controller that whole two button combination to make f- up to four selections is just a way to keep your play call secret Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that so makes sense. I, I appreciated that. Just knowing what we know about the defense of the game, too, and our personal complaints with it, I'm sure some people love the defense in this game or whatever, but it feels like once you open up the ability to have even more plays at your disposal, this um, this rock, paper, scissors mechanic we keep referring to, where if you 
guess the play of your opponent correctly that like the, your computer players and you will just be in a better position at the start of the play i think that's kind of what you need uh you know that balance of like well if that's the system that they set out to do the less plays available the more like equal opportunity it becomes you know if there's yeah. if there's 16 plays to choose from defense only gets worse because now you only have a one in 16 chance of picking the correct play yeah or it would just be like a, a like a a spectrum of how well you uh you you do but like even when we were playing coach mode there were times that i correctly guessed your play but like it it was just unlikely for it to be successful but it did like kind of be successful a couple times if you remember so i think it still does that it, like it just it's it's just simplified you don't need 16 plays to play this game So let's talk about some of the, uh, you know, arcadey fun moments of this game. Um, you know, we talked about how the NFL blitz style, like players falling all over the place and being thrown in the air and stuff like that. You can also break out of tackles at any given point and your dives are pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Were there anything else, maybe presentation or uh, in the gameplay that stood out to you guys as like, well, you know, this isn't how football's done, but it's fun this way. I like that you absolutely smash kicks when you're kicking. Like, they just go forever, you know? If you fill up the bar... Yeah, if you fill up the bar all the way, you just send it. I I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was another thing, actually, I thought that... You know, we've seen... We've seen bars that are like more difficult even in like the golf games and stuff. Like, that bar was, I feel like, pretty easy to get, like, at least really close to, to full. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're actually better off just trying to get like close to full than full because if you go for full there's a good chance it'll carry over and you'll do the shortest kick of all time in a football game so you know the difference between a 100% meter and an 80% meter is probably like what five yards if even so I think it's always better to play it safe than to kick a a, you know a 10 yard punt (laughs) yeah yeah I Which feel like happened. even sometimes, even sometimes I felt like I was like three quarters of the way, and it still was like I was like it was still like in the end zone. Yeah, I I liked um, I, I liked that they're if like in a in a field goal setting uh, because it's actually pretty easy for the defense to to get behind the line and sort of threaten your kicker uh, that if you do get greedy and for some reason want to do a full full power kick on a on an extra point. Uh, you're much more likely to get blocked because you only need like half the meter for that. And I was blocked many times. So, <laughs> And there's a ton of depth going on, even, even in the kicking situation, like which team you pick, the kicker has stats that then determine, you know, the, the ability that they have. And so you could be at the 50 yard line um, trying to get a field goal. And there are teams that I don't care if you get a hundred percent, like they're not making it. Um, they're not making that field goal, but other teams can. And I think that goes back to just like, I don't even know how we could talk about this in a, in a podcast episode because we'd have to start like actually breaking down characters and stats, but it's pretty remarkable that everybody has like a speed, a physicality, a, uh, an offense, you know, a defense, like how they perform is built into like each one of these characters and the game never bothers to let you know that, you know? Uh, you, you, you even find out the names 
of your players in passing when they do either <laughs> they like score, touchdowns yeah. or interceptions and stuff. Like that's the only time you know who's who. So it's pretty interesting. I'm sure like if you play this game enough, you'll know based on the play who's where. But that takes extreme knowledge. And the game's not exactly giving out that information. So there's like a lot of, you know, behind the curtains uh, information here that is is really enhancing the game for someone like me because every game can actually be different and go down differently. And yes, the computer's kind of easy, but I'm sure like if we did try to play like a full season and go further down the weeks, I'm sure the computer would pick up too and you'd get some really interesting situations out of this. So I think we just have to appreciate, without being able to go fully in-depth on it, we have to appreciate how much is put into the players and the stats of these guys because we haven't really seen that in a sports game. I know we saw it a bit in baseball, uh, but I don't know how, like, I know that they had the stats, but were they actually, like, changing the... um... Uh, the performance of those yeah, characters it, as well. It, in RBI baseball, they they definitely were, and obviously, like in in other games that have officially or any baseball game that you just mentioned, like yeah, they do have the same. I just don't feel. I feel like it doesn't matter. It doesn't feel as, as much robust, yeah, right, because it's not happening live. Baseball is uh, like a turn based game. You yeah. know, it's <laughs> it's your it the pitcher's turn, then it becomes the batter's turn, then it goes to wherever the ball goes. Now it's in that fielder's play. Here it's like your entire team matters all at once, and so does the other team. So there's a lot of like conflicting information happening on that screen um, that you're directly and indirectly in control of. Um, going going back to what you were saying about uh, sort of the goofball moments in the game, or, or like the sort of arcadiness, um, I, I really loved how I don't I don't think it was on purpose. It may have just been a quirk of the code that most of the time there will be a lot of late hits just randomly in the play after the, after the whistle's blown. Uh, that all, that kind of reminded me of blitz. Um, and, uh, uh, the other thing is the ridiculous, uh, halftime shows. I'm always a fan of a good halftime show. Uh, and I know that it's the same halftime show every time, but, uh, those are some, those are some great cheerleaders. I gotta say. But is it the same halftime show every time? Like, it, don't they change like the order of the pictures or something? Or I think they change the order of the pictures. Yes, but I think it's like yeah. the same pool of pictures every time. <laughs> I just think that's another nice touch, though, right? Like, rather yeah. than see this, it's like, oh, what's one's gonna come first? Like, I bet there are some really rare orders yeah. uh, for the halftime <laughs> show. Where someone's orders. like, wow, I never saw that one before. <laughs> well, this one was the. Uh, throw the cheerleader in the air and then the hot air balloon. That was crazy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going to talk about one player, though, it would have to be Bo Jackson, uh, who plays for the Los Angeles Raiders. And I don't know, did anybody pick Los Angeles? Did anybody play against Los Angeles? Were any of us at Bo's mercy? No, I. You know what? I completely forgot that because I, I associate him more with Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, because I remember in Tecmo Super Bowl, it was basically if you played as Bo Jackson or Thurman Thomas, because they put the Bills in in that one. Uh, your run game was basically unstoppable, and I think Bo did have a slight edge. Uh, but no, I actually never played against or with Bo, and I feel like it's a I'm a I'm a dummy for not doing that. Because no, the uh, the number one player in my heart 
is Kevin Mack, the fullback for the Cleveland Browns, uh, that while he was never all that – I mean, he's, he had a couple of Super Bowl, Pro Bowls, but it's not like he was a star player – uh, but he basically was my run game for uh, a couple of the game, like one of the games that me and Mike played. He's he will always be number one in my heart now. It was something comedic about him, though, because he, like I would I would run up to him and think like, okay, cool, we're gonna get into that like tackle fight where you have to spam the A button. But no, he would just like literally <laughs> bounce. I would off just go him. flying. Yeah. Yeah, it was like he was. It was like he had. Um, you know, he was like a na- uh, naked, greasy guy uh, from Family Guy. You know, he just like you could not get a hold of this guy. And I'm like, who is this? We actually had to look him up and see his stats. I couldn't believe that. It seems like none of us were um, were interested in taking on Bo, but I did have to see it. And I will tell you, um, it doesn't like you know, it was a cursory glance. I didn't, I didn't like play with him enough or anything like that. But I could understand that like. You know, if you take it to Goldeneye with the no odd job rules and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. it's probably the same thing here. It's just one character that just got way too many stat boosts, and it's like, if we can both just agree to not be him, then everybody wins, right? Like, there's plenty of other teams. It's not like the whole game is the Los Angeles Raiders versus the Miami Dolphins, right? Like, if you only had those choices, that that would suck for one player. Yeah. But I think there's enough to go around here that you can kind of avoid... Um, you can kind of avoid Bo. That said, there's plenty of guides online on how to deal with him and, <laughs> uh, and like what to do and stuff like that. But from what I understand, uh, Bo Jackson is like the Mewtwo of, uh, <laughs> of Tech Mobile. Finally, some terms I can understand here. And it. he's never played Tech Mobile. He's, uh, he said in an interview, to be honest with you, I've seen a kid play that game once. I have never played that game. I still have the Tech Mobile cassette in a box somewhere in one of my storage places or in the attic, but I've never played the game. <laughs> That's crazy because I feel like if you find out that you're like the you're like the the buffed up character that's like unbeatable in a game, like how do you not play that game? It's funny because I now because nowadays you'll read about uh, players complaining about their Madden rating or their like FIFA rating or whatever. Uh, like in the press, so they all play him now. Uh, if if Bo were a modern athlete, he'd be playing as himself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe part of the difference is that uh, a lot of people still saw video games as for kids. Oh, in for the sure. 80s, rather than yeah. now, where it's like everyone's you know twenties and thirties that play video games. Absolutely. And also, uh, this happened before too with Mike Tyson. Never played Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and I think he was actually like not a fan of the game or what have you. But then I. It was either Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel had him <laughs> One play of those. It on the well. You know what? They're both awful. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, on the t- uh, on one of their Tonight shows, they had him play the game, and it was like they just should have somebody should have like play tested that idea first of what it would be like if you never played a video game for all we know, and then they tell you to like go up against Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson's Punch Out against real life Mike Tyson. It was just. I mean, like, maybe I'll put it in the show notes. Maybe I won't because I don't want to give these guys any more views. But (laughs) there's something about how awful he was that I wouldn't want to see Bo Jackson play Tecmo Bowl because it would just be disappointing to the in-game character. Why do you hate Jimmy Fallon? (laughs) He has never been funny. He just slams his desk and laughs as hard as he can. He's not funny. He's just such a friendly guy. 
Yeah, he's a friendly guy. I, I don't mean that he did anything wrong. I want to make it clear. I'm not, can- I'm not canceling him. <laughs> so there's one player, two player, and then there's coach mode, which is also just for two players. There's no coach mode with you versus the comm, which I thought was just a weird choice. Why couldn't that be done? I'll, I will never find out. But you do need two players to play coach mode. And essentially, it's the same exact game, except for now you're only ever just guessing what the other opponent is picking as their play. And I don't think we ever made that clear, actually. Can I Can I actually just make that clear for the audience? Both sure. people don't pick plays. Well, only the offensive, like, picks a play, and the defense sees the offense's plays and then gets to choose which one they think the offense is going to pick there is no like defensive playbook yeah that's sort of what i was trying to get at earlier but yeah that's it's just showing you uh these are the things that this team does like whatever team on offense like these are their plays and your defense just sort of will cater to stopping those plays so with that said you know because each team has their own playbook and uh, you know even their own amount of possible plays too like some people will have only one running play and three passing plays, or they'll have uh, an equal amount of running and passing plays. So there's a there, and, and those running and passing plays are different, even if they're titled running play one or team uh, or passing play one. It's a different play per team, which yeah. is great too, because that really helps make the teams feel different, other than just the stats. Again, another thing that you couldn't necessarily do in baseball. There's no like, oh well, this team's. You know, catcher signs are just like unbeatable. You know, like that just <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen. So, Sean, coach mode, what's the verdict? Um, I think as basically just because there's been a few games that we played that have like a spectate mode. Um, yeah. Which I find to be weird, uh, but I guess if if it's possible, then add it. Uh, I think this is a step up from a spectate mode because like. You you still like you basically are just the coach, and you decide uh, uh, whether you're gonna punt uh, on fourth down, or if you're gonna try and go for it, if you're gonna try to go for a field goal, uh, you, you're gonna throw, or you're gonna pass, um, but you don't get to directly influence any of that. And like people want to do that, like even in 2009 or something, EA came out with a NFL head coach game where you didn't play the game, but it was basically just watching Madden <laughs> and playing and picking the plays. So there's always been a market for this. I think it's a really neat um, add-on to to the game, and uh, I guess I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to do a little more playtesting than me, but I thought you were great, and I think that it, there is something different going on in that mode than just playing the game. It feels like something you could talk your like father into. You yeah. know, you could be, you could be like, "Hey, Dad, like play video games with me." You can just pick the plays. You don't yeah. have to actually do anything. I, I feel like most dads would be down for that. Sure. There is something though about like, why not just also include a watch mode? I don't think anybody would have a gripe if that was just in there to watch virtual football. There's something like novel about that in 1989. You know. Football's only on on Sundays. Now it's like, oh, I can just watch football any day of the week <laughs> on my simulated Tecmo Bowl. You're right. I it, They definitely could have. I mean, all of the the all the all AI is there for it. I guess uh, um, 
I guess they just didn't think that they, they they thought that coach mode was enough for you people. <laughs> well, see, my my thing with coach mode, which brings me back to, I, I think coach mode is really cool. Actually, I think it's a, a, a cool idea. I, I I do wish though, then with coach mode, you'd have like more robust strategies available to you, or just more options. Because now it feels like coach mode just does sort of become like playing. This rock, is that's also scissors. where yeah the rock paper scissors really shows itself. Like because like your performance in any given play will just vary because you're a human and you do things differently when you repeat them. Uh, but when you play the coach mode, uh, it, it's pretty obvious that like if you guessed that play correctly, it's either going to be like a sack or an interception. Uh, it's it's very binary that way. Right. And Joe, to go to your point though about like in coach mode should have had something uh in terms of strategy or uh or the like. There isn't much else here other than the four plays and then if you're on the fourth down, you get the option to um go for the field goal or do the um or do the punt kick or just go for it, right? But there's there's you can't fake a kick you can't, um, you know, there's no like special teams in the in the way that uh, trick plays could be done or something like that. And I'm not saying that that needed to happen here, but we also just need to address like the lack of actual rules that this game is recognizing uh, compared to real football. We've had a great time talking about how it feels like football, but somehow they've managed to avoid a lot of what real football actually is. And we we've let them get away with it up until now. So the fact that there's like no penalties, uh, there's no you can't run out the lines other than during passing plays. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things. You know, the the fake punt seemed like one that like that's that could be an easy thing to select, but how do you select that? I, you know, I understand. What do you guys think? Did did we did we not give them uh, a fair shake here on the on the things that they dropped the ball on? I feel like due to the arcadey nature of this, like adding rules and adding anything that would stop the flow of the game would be a detriment to it. And so I, I think that it's, I think the choices they've made are more than fair. And I think it's also just a frustration removal thing because the two most common uh, penalties in football are false starts in the holding. And when you are like, with whatever position you're controlling um, in this game, it won't be because of you. Because, like, when you're on offense, you're not going to be playing as a lineman who holds a guy so that he can't get to the quarterback. Uh, so it's going to be a random thing that a computer does, and that would make me pull my hair out if in this game I just was getting random false starts because my team has a low discipline rating or something. Uh I don't think that this kind of game needs that. I, I pull my hair out when I'm playing Madden, like modern Madden, and I get a false start because that wasn't me. That was just the computer rolling a die and saying this is going to be a penalty a penalty play. So uh, I think it's okay that they don't really have penalties in this, and they also don't really have incompletions in this unless you weirdly throw the ball out of bounds randomly. <laughs> Completely agree. Completely agree here. Just pose the question out there. But really, like, for me, I'm the guy who, when I was a kid and I had Super Mario 64, I would talk to the same NPCs over and over again because I thought there was a chance they'd say something different, you know? Like, that's how that's how gullible I was as a kid in video games. And then I remember 
it was some version of Madden, maybe uh, like Madden 08 or 07 or something, where they introduced challenges. Like you could actually challenge the yeah. play on the field. And my friend had the game, and I remember him like just showing it to me, and I saw that challenges was an option, and I was like, how would that be an option? Like, why would it's a it's a video game? Why would it make a mistake? The ref should just know everything before. You should never have to challenge because it's a video game. So I I am like I'm on both ends of this spectrum where like if the game lends itself to the style, I'm in that world. But when you're trying to simulate like you know an actual sports game, and then you allow for error and especially computer error on your own team. I don't think it. I don't think it works. Yeah, I think that it it definitely lends itself uh, that authenticity um, that I I would bring up in in most of these sports game talks uh, to have that weird like gray area of the computer knows that this is a bad call, um, but it's it's just giving you so that it's like allowing that feature of challenges to express itself. Uh, but I still I, – I, I agree with you. It is weird that that's even in there at all. Um, and it definitely wouldn't work here. So we had some roster changes through Tech Mobile, and I'm I'm not sure, you know, it, sometimes it depends on uh, which version of the game you get a hold of, but uh, I won't get into the players' names or anything like that because it's, it's not important because we never really talked about the stats anyway, but there's the original Tech Mobile for the NES, okay? And then there's a later version that was released with a white and gold seal on it, and that has, uh, like, I think either one or two different players compared to the original Tecmo Bowl. I'm not sure, like, why the decision was made to change those guys. But then a year later, the Japanese Famicom version of Tecmo Bowl came out, and it has, like, a bunch of different roster changes because um, there's, like, it was released technically in 1990, so I think they tried to change the teams or the players to be based off of those new stats from the 1989 year instead of the 1988 year. I just think it's amazing that they went through the effort of technically changing the roster on what are essentially like revision changes of Tech Mobile, not actual new games. And that's sort of carried on to Madden. <laughs> Where... <laughs> yeah, and FIFA and all those other games now, but they released them as new titles. Yeah. This was this was only ever called Tech Mobile, Tech Mobile, Tech Mobile, but there's three different versions of this game that I'm not sure if collectors even collect the differences. That's interesting. Huh. I mean, I'm sure somebody does. I'm sure the people who <laughs> now know about it, I'm sure I just made the price of complete in box original copies of Tech Mobile without the white and gold seal. That just skyrocketed. That's what we do here. We we uh, we manipulate the the collectors market. We may or may not have bought 1000 copies of the original <laughs> Tech Mobile before this episode came out. <laughs> And sequels and spinoffs, you guys know you want them, right? Yeah. Who doesn't want sequels and spinoffs to football games? 
That's me. Imagine if I just start listing off like Madden, Madden 64, you know, like <laughs> just keep going. No, we're only talking about the Tecmo games here. So obviously the arcade version came first and we didn't, we didn't really mention that at all throughout this because they are kind of two different games. The, the original arcade version is gigantic. It's got two huge monitors and it is an upright ar- arcade cabinet. So it's, it's not like, it takes up a lot of space, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but it also supports four players. So I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. You could do 2v2. Hmm. Never 3v1. Should be four teams, four separate teams all playing at once on a, on a big square. <laughs> right, field. and it's a circle. No, it's, it's a circle. circle. The, also, the uh, arcade version only has two fictional teams, the Wildcats and the Bulldogs. That's all you can play as. Huh. No, uh, no player stats or well, obviously player stats built into those teams, but no uh, NFLPA. I guess that's all you need. Why not? Right, yeah. and especially if it's just putting in quarters. Like yeah. you really have to select the, you know, like oh, if I can't play as the New York Giants, I'm going home. <laughs> uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. There it is. Is our next? We will play that one. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna come up sometime for the NES. Uh, not not too soon, but it'll happen. And this one should have the Bills. So it will. Um, you know, it's automatically a better game by <laughs> everybody on this podcast's opinion. Tecmo Super Bowl Two Special Edition. Why does this sound like a Street Fighter game? <laughs> that's that's all, all the different like additions to the title. Yeah, and the and the Roman numeral two and super in it. Like this is crazy. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> Tecmo Super Bowl Two Special Edition and Knuckles remastered. So if you if you plug this into the the Sonic and Knuckles like double decker thing, it would. It, there would be another team of just Knuckleses. I think that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, but uh, thankfully that doesn't happen. Instead, Tecmo Super Bowl Two seems to make a lot of interesting changes that Joe seemed to have been requesting this entire episode. So uh, in Tecmo Super Bowl Two, you can now trade players. There's a 37-team roster. Defensive players can now be injured. The wow. fair catch and two-point conversion, which were first introduced in this same year that the game was released, are now added into the game. And the offensive playbook was expanded to 16 plays. Ooh. I'm glad Joe? I was heard. I'm glad that they heard me and <laughs> they followed through. Do you think that that had to be pitched? Like somebody had to go to an exec and be like, I got it. 16 plays. To be time. honest, I, I think you, you got me thinking about this a minute ago when you were talking about the arcade version. I think that that maybe this was like, okay, well, we have this game already for the arcade. Let's port it to the NES. And then they were like rethinking, like, like what's the best way to have something that's in someone's home? And then, the, then they maybe started thinking about making, you know, making it a little more, more robust in that way. And, and I mean, they probably already made that change by adding, like you guys said, adding the teams and everything, um, which like wouldn't be as necessary in the arcade. So that, that's my guess. And I also. I'm just kind of guessing here as well, but I would say that as people get more familiar with menu diving and just kind of inter- like using or just video game interfaces and uh, you know that it something like a 16 option playbook uh, may have been like a lot to handle at this time, um, whereas in the future in the, the early 90s people kind of can wrap their heads around it a little bit more. 
Yeah, you're hungry for it now. You've had the taste of four. You're like, oh, I hope they do eight. And once they do eight, you're like, they better be doing 16. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Madden every year doesn't just, uh, you know. Double it? Um, yeah, double the number, right? There <laughs> should like be 1,048 plays by now. <laughs> Gets more than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, I was just saying, like. Yeah. Exponentially you know more you know plays. You know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, right. There should be 500,000. There should be as many residents in Massapequa as there are play, plays in a Before playbook. we started recording. <laughs> uh, okay. After Tecmo Super Bowl Two Special Edition comes Tecmo Super Bowl Three Final Edition. That's a weird thing to say. Seems pretty declarative, <laughs> yeah. too, though. Like, the final edition of Tecmo Super Bowl or of Tecmo Bowl in general? What do you think? I mean, it sounds... Because I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. And it seems like for a while, like, they, they held their end of the deal with that. <laughs> like, that was the last Tecmo Bowl game. <laughs> and most people will tell you they should have just stuck to that, too. That <laughs> that was their decision and they should have just, you know, sat it out after final edition. I think that's why you can always... You well, only get one final... I mean, Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, Final no, Fantasy. We, we're not talking about them. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're just still working on it, though. It's still their Final Fantasy. Right, yeah. They're just, yeah. They're still anyway. Chapter 16 now. It just does seem like such a weird decision to, 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 like, who would make that decision to call this final? Like, what if, I don't know, it just seems like a weird business decision. <laughs> yeah, like, they saw how much money they were making from the series, and they were like, okay, we probably have enough to make just one more. Right. Like, <laughs> We don't want to make any more after this because the whole marketing gimmick of this one is it's the last yeah. one. Anyway, Tecmo Super Bowl Three Final Edition lets you do a couple of additional things that Tecmo Super Bowl Two didn't let you do. Now you can switch out plays and put another in its place oh, in the middle of the game. in there. Nice. Yeah. In the middle of the game, you can do that. And uh, there's a superstar editor, which allows for you to create your own player and you use a limited point system, and then you figure it out. It's basically modern-day create a player. And now you can play as that player. So, Sean, you would obviously be the quarterback for the Bills in this game. I would just make Josh Allen. Nice, instead of yourself. Very good. There is a free agency in the game, too, that uh, you have, like, three weeks or something uh, beforehand to sign or something like that. Or No, that's how the trades work. Free agency is a little different, but it's in the game. And then, depending on the home team... Now there's different stadium types too. Oh, I dig it. There's a I imagine I like, like uh, actual like closed roof stadiums and open stadiums and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So Tecmo Super Bowl three seems just like we just keep improving, which honestly makes me because I left out obviously for important reasons all the information on Tecmo Super Bowl one because we're actually going to play that one. It makes me wonder. How will they improve the formula from Tecmo Bowl to Tecmo Super Bowl when we're already seeing so many changes in Super Bowl Two and Super Bowl Three? I still, I still have hopes. All right, we're running a little fat here, so I'm just gonna say that they made a DS game called Tecmo Bowl Kickoff, and I can't speak to how true it stays to the Tecmo franchise, but oh. I will say that it adds superpowers. <laughs> so it's pretty <laughs> <truly> not <laughs> that true to the series. Uh, a Wii version was also announced, but it was canceled 
and um, retooled into a different game. And I didn't know you could cancel Wii games. There is so much <laughs> shovelware on that system. Thousands of games on the Wii, and they canceled one? Yeah, I feel it like you just release game. whatever you have. Just release it. Right. <laughs> I up. think that's the way to go. Tecmo Super they made, Bowl like, what? unfinished edition. Yeah, yeah they made Not eight final. Cooking Mamas, might as well. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like it's just like a, a, a Bible. It's just like a, a pitch deck, <laughs> and you just go through a menu using the Wiimote, and you're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and last, Tecmo Bowl throwback for the 360 and the PS3. It's that same era of time where like people just use shitty 3D graphics and low budgets to revive classic games, but you know the graphics weren't ready yet, and also nobody wanted to see these games get remade into. 3D instead of just being Tecmo Bowl again. So I'm not even going to give this one a chance. I'm just letting you know it exists. And it's only available on Xbox 360 Arcade and PS3 downloads. So good luck playing it. Jeez. But we've had a long time to play Tecmo Bowl. We've had a long time to talk about Tecmo Bowl. And now it is finally time to decide if Tecmo Bowl is going to be on the Essential Games list. Joe, I'd like to start with you for your vote on Tecmo Bowl. These are always tough for me, as as I, I think I say every time we have a sports game or a shmup or, or just a game that's not something I would usually seek out. Um, because I did think that this is one of, if not maybe the best sports game I think we've played so far. But we we always talk about that sort of barrier to entry that, that sports games have. And uh, and I kind of was, was playing around with the idea on this one, but... Uh, the idea of kind of skipping that this time. But I do think that that based on, first of all, partially based on just learning now that um, that it seems like the sequel will, will kind of add some things I was looking for. Um, and just based on the fact that like as much as I think this is a, this is a, probably a joy for anyone who's like a, a fan of football games to kind of go back and play and, and see how it works and see that it works really well and still is functioning. I just think that there are just so many other options out there. I can't imagine that this would be that this is something that you should play if it's not something if you're not like interested in old versions of this game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think like if a bunch of my friends who are you know who play Madden, I, I don't know if I would tell half of them like, oh, you got to play Tecmo Bowl. I think I think that it's more a niche for people who are really into like retro versions of the game. So, for that being said, I, I'm going to give it a no. But just just know that I uh, that I agonized over that decision. It's understood. It's understood. I, you almost gave us a Shark Tank there. You almost were like, <laughs> and for that reason, I'm out. You know, like it, it was good. Sean, your vote. Uh, I very much respect Joe's uh, logic here because that's basically been my my thought process going into every sports game. I, I've been fascinated by almost all of them, um, but. Even knowing that Tecmo Super Bowl is shaping up to be the better game uh, in the long run here, I think I have to waive the uh, waive the sports game uh, the, the sports game edict of the NES of the of this nostalgia uh, essential games list. I'm I think I'm I know that I might be the only vote here, but I at least need to put in the symbolic vote. Of, of putting this on the essential games list because I I think that they did so many things right. The game feels great. Um, it's it, it feels like football. And 
it it feels like football beyond just like yes, these are the rules of football. It's it's just a hell of a lot of fun. All right, all right, that is one vote. Sam, okay. please give your um, vote. So this game, I think something that we touched on a little bit, but I didn't explicitly say is it's very nuanced for what you get, and there these. All the players have their own stats, which impacts the game, and it lets you, over time, I would imagine, pick your favorite team or pick how you want to play based on the players on the team and the um, the four play options that you do get. And for me, I don't really play a lot of football games or any football games. This is really the first time in a long time that I played a football game. I think my friend had an, uh, an SNES and we played one of the Maddens for that once, and it was it was fun. But, you know, that's beside the point. But this one is really fun. It's a great football experience, and in my book, it's essential because it's just perfect for what it's trying to accomplish. Oh, man, I'm so glad you joined me. <laughs> well, it's close. It's close. That's two. That's two. You know you need three. I know. And that means that you need me. You son of a bitch. Because it rhymes. Three and me. <laughs> 20, 40, 23 and me. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> Everything about this, like, Tecmo Bowl experience that I've had, it makes me think of what I want in a sports game, right? Like, forget about being on the NES or anything like that. Like, it's just, it's got to be fun, first and foremost, to play a sports game. There are weird moments where I want to play something like out-of-the-park baseball, which you're just like the general manager of a team and nothing exciting happens. But that's just because I really love baseball. That's not actually like a fun experience for almost anybody. This is a fun experience that like the sports genre of it makes it feel like a qualifier. If we're just putting in in sports games, it's in a league of its own right now. That's This is the top of the genre right now for sports games on the NES, hands down. But I'd argue that this isn't even a sports game. Like, this is this is the same kind of thing we were talking about when we were talking about Mike Tyson's Punch-Out being like a rhythm game. This is just a fun, arcade style game that happens to have most of the rules of football, but also <laughs> exists as, like, just a fun video game. It doesn't exactly emulate and um, presentationally give you football. It just takes the football rules and figures out a way to make them work on an NES with limited restrictions. I'd argue that most of the restrictions that they made actually made the game better than ever made it worse. And for that reason, this is hey. going on the essential games list. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Joe, how do you feel? You know, I, I, I suspected that, that – honestly, I, I was surprised that Sean was thought he was going to be the only vote because I suspected that you both were going to put it on. I did not expect <laughs> Sam to put it on, but, um, but you know, I, I got no issue with it. All right. I mean, like, look, this is what happens. We finally have an essential game in 1989. I doubt it will be our only one, but it's also only safe until, according to my math, it's only safe until December 2nd, 2022. I guess we'll so, see. Oh, that's, oh we'll my God. see. That's so far away from now. <laughs> but also, so it's going to be on the essential games list for a long time. And Zelda 2 will not be on the essential games list for a long time. So, right. d you know, there are people who are mad about Zelda 2. I just being wanted on. to keep this I'd... off to use it as a bargaining chip for Zelda 2 in, in December of 2022. <laughs> it's an interesting strategy. It would have gotten you somewhere, probably. Right. I, I, I'll say, though, I, I you know, if, if 
I wouldn't want to be the one to to keep this off just because it's not a game for me anyway. So so I'm glad that if you guys feel this way, I'm glad it got on. I'm glad we didn't change the rules so all four of us have to uh, vote. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. That's only for essential platinum games. <laughs> right, uh, right. Anyway, this has been a very long football episode of Nostalgia and Next week, we promise to deliver probably one of the longest episodes of all time uh, when we play Ultima 3 Exodus. Now, technically, it's only Ultima Exodus on the NES, which I think is the right call because people would say, where's 1 and 2? <laughs> but I'm going to call it Ultima 3 Exodus so everybody understands the same game we're playing here. So if you've got to play it on a computer, Ultima 3, you got an NES and you want to play it, play Ultima Ex- Exodus, whatever you get. Just know that you're looking at a, a really, really long game and the kind of game that we have not tackled yet on a podcast like this. So expect something a little different, but I think, you know, guys, we promise to deliver, right? Yes. I promise. Always. <laughs> we were waiting on you, Sam. We were just, just <laughs> making sure that you over. were okay. <laughs> anyway, that'll be, uh, that'll be next week's episode. And then, you know, it's RPG into uh, probably the longest game on the nes dance aerobics is the following week Ooh. so if if rpgs aren't your forte maybe dance aerobics will be we always have something because we just play the games in chronological order so we always have something for someone i don't have any preference on what games come next if you tell me john elway's quarterback comes after dance aerobics i'd say let's check wikipedia and make sure <laughs> now you can find me mike esposito on twitter at esposito film but you can find Nostalgia at NostalgiaCast on Twitter. And that's the one you really care about because that's the one where you get to talk to all four of us and say, hey, I think you guys are really dumb for putting Tecmo Bowl on the Essential Games list. Don't you know about Tecmo Super Bowl? And remember that time you guys put Bike on only to take it <laughs> off very soon after? It's like, you know what? Sounds like you've had that on your mind for a long time because that was three years ago. But I'll allow it. I know I have. you're you're talking to us on the twitter page and that's where we want you to talk to us that's at nostalgicast on twitter i'm at esposito film we'll see you next week for ultima 3 exodus and 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 nobody circles the wagon like the buffalo bills go bills (laughs) 